Contemporary Christian Music. Join us Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on the NFI Radio Gospel Network, Raleigh, North Carolina, and catch the wave. I found healing. North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. You're catching the wave in HD2 sound with tight acoustic in the HD2. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Catch the wave. NFI. North Carolina. Georgia. California. New York. Seattle, Washington. Around the world. In studio. NFI. Radio Gospel Network. The number one quartet station in the world. I don't see those shoulders, Lord. Y'all got to give me some shoulders here. Give me some shoulders like this young lady right here. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Look at that. When I move to the shore, I won't have to stay.
Good morning to you. You're listening to the sounds of Doc McKenzie and the Gospel Highlights. It's six minutes after the hour of 11 a.m. I'm your host, the Anointed One. Join us here on the NL5. We have a tendency to look on the other side. But I want to let you know tonight that the grass is no greener on the other side. It just looks that way. Am I right about it? Huh? Am I right about it? Oh, yeah. I want to talk to all the men tonight. And in talking to the men, I'm talking to the ladies, too. Can I do that? what I want to tell him, brother. You need to hold, hold on to what you got. Hold, hold on to what you got. Hold on, brother. Hold, hold on to what you got. You know why? Because what the got hold to you. Is friend to someone else. What's the got 
Gospel music at its best. You're catching the wave, and we are live. It's 16 minutes after the hour of 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pray that you're having a great day thus far. More music coming your way. I'm your host, the Anointed One, and thank all of you so much to lock in and let us know that you're joining our link. And those of you, if you're on Facebook, you can jump in at NFI. Radio Gospel Network, and you can join our website at nfiradio.com. And you can also listen with your mobile phone, simply down 347-215-8049. What a great day it is to be alive in the land of the living. And, you know, many of you that are out today are just so grateful to be able to get out and get around. I want to just share a word of, of wisdom to you to continually watch your surrounding uh, these days and times are not like they used to be and make sure you uh, keep your children close by. We need to pray for this nation and we need to pray for one another that um, God will touch the hearts of those people uh, who hearts has gone wax cold. So as we continually pray and believe God that uh, God will take care of those and uh, that are worshiping him in spirit and in truth that it will happen in the midst of us today. 
All right. Well, look, thank you again for catching the wave. What about that Chatham County country boy? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know many of you uh, tuned in this morning to listen to him, and we want to thank you for locking in uh, this morning. Be sure to join us. We are right here seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. here on the NFI Radio Gospel Network. And now, let's get back with more great gospel music. Good morning to you. Mighty clouds. So many folk don't believe God cares. For you that don't believe he cares, we stop to tell you tonight. Listen. Jesus cares. How many know he cares? I don't have no doubt about it. He cares. You see, he proved, he proved how much you care. How much you love me. You know, he died. Did he die on Calvary? Listen. Step right in. Right in. I don't have any doubt tonight. Y'all, excuse me. I'm happy tonight. Y'all, yes, I'm going to sing that with you. Let me just help them say this.
Charleston this year. In the last two years, I've been sick a lot. There were times when I thought I wasn't going to make it. Has anybody here been sick? And you know the devil always attacks you at your lowest point. In a hospital in Port Arthur, Texas, lining my room, the devil came in and tried to talk to me. How many know the devil is busy? Devil told me, said, this is the third time you've been in the hospital. He said, don't you know three strikes and you're out. But it ain't good to recognize the devil. One thing I found out the devil can't stand, the name of Jesus. I told the devil, I said, devil, you may as well get out of my room here. Jesus loves me. I said, in case you're talking about the three strikes, you're out. I'm not playing baseball. I'm on the love side. I ain't got no doubt. But let me tell you what happened the next day. The doctors came. My group was already in Atlanta making a record. The devil tried to stop that record. I want to feel the power. But when God's power came in the room and caught out the the devil had to leave. I said, devil, get out of my room. God got more work for me to do. How many believe he's able to
made it, huh? Keeping it real like a $50 bill, telling the truth to the Lord, deliver you. That's going out to Brother Jeff Brooks. Also send that out to Brother Lamont Kearney. All right, let's get back with more music. Here's the sounds of Patrick right here on the NF5. Good morning. You're catching the wave with the anointed one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Come on with it, brother.
12 minutes, 12 minutes before the time of the hour of 12 noon, and what a time we've had thus far. Again, our website, nl5radio.com, or you can dial 347-215-8049. Now, let's get back with more of the very best in gospel music. Come too far from where? I started from Nobody told me That the road Would be easy I don't believe He brought me this far To leave it Come on, everybody in here ought to say that Come on I don't see no way to I come too far from where I started from. Glory to God. Nobody told me that the road would be 
Somebody needs prayer. Somebody needs special prayer. Praise God. Don't let nobody, don't let your troubles, don't let your trials make you believe that God is not able. There's nothing too hard for him to do. <laughs> Oh, glory to God. I remember the angel asked Sarah, is there anything too hard for God? Hallelujah. And I just thought I'd say that today because somebody might be tired of going through. <laughs> you just might be tired of going through. Somebody might be ready to give up. Somebody might be ready to let go. But just think about it. Come too far. Those of you that want special prayer, come on to the altar. Nobody. Oh, Lordy. That's a road. Would be easy. Oh, Lord. I don't. To leave me. Say it again. Say it again. I don't think. I don't think. No way. I come too far. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. From where I started. Nobody told me. Oh yeah. The road would be easy. Oh Lord, I don't. I just don't believe. I just don't believe. I don't believe it. I don't believe I don't believe I just can't I just can't believe I I I I just don't believe I don't believe Hold on I don't believe he brought me this far. As we get ready to go before the Lord in prayer, a way to get God's attention, and a bishop's going to talk about this in his message. But if you just began to praise him now, come on, just come on, just praise him now. Come on, just bless him now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Now this time, let's praise him with no music. Because sometimes you need to hear your own voice. Sometimes you need to hear yourself say thank you. Sometimes you need to hear your own voice calling on the name of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, here in the midst of praise, we come before you, lifting up your name, telling you thank you. Thank you for bringing us through 2008. God, many of us went through things that we never thought we would have to experience. But God, you kept us. You brought us. And Lord, because you've kept us and you brought us, we believe by faith that you're going to see us through. Oh God, we love you on today. Despite of what the enemy might have said, despite of what he may have suggested, by faith we're going to make it. So God, we don't leave this altar the same way we came. God, we bring burdens, but we leave with joy. We brought sickness, but we leave with healing. We brought misunderstandings, but we leave with a clear conscience. God, we love you on today. Whatever is wrong, we leave it now at your feet. Work it out for your glory. We thank you now for moving in every house. We thank you now for moving in everybody. And God, we declare with the voice of triumph that all is well. Everything is going to be all right. Come on with some faith in your voice. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, everything is going to be all right. Now come on and bless God for it right now. Everything's going to be all right. My bills is going to be all right. My body's going to be all right. My home is going to be all right. My job is going to be everything. I said everything. I said everything. Now come on and bless him one more time. I'm, I know I'm supposed to pray, but I feel a praise in my spirit. Everything is going to be all right.
Jesus is tonight. If you know him, y'all help me cobble him. Yeah, his name is Jesus. Anybody know that man? time we've had thus far more coming your way just like that and it's always my pleasure excited about what God's doing and I pray and hope that you are as well we have some awesome listeners around the world and uh, we appreciate you tuning in each and every day and for those of you who don't know we are an international network where you can lock in anywhere in the world Israel we have listeners in Israel United Kingdom uh, Africa uh, California, Australia, uh, Brazil. Uh, we have listeners also in New York, uh, Chicago, right here in North Carolina, and many others around the world. Look, for those of you who want to hear the Word of God preaching and teaching, well, we have awesome pastors and ministers right here aboard the NFI Radio Gospel Network, Mondays through Thursdays from 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. and at 1 p.m., to 1.30 p.m. on the NFI. And we have a prayer request hotlines right here, Mondays through Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. to 1 p.m. So join us. If you desire prayer, tune in Mondays through Thursday at 12.30 p.m. to listen to those that come forward sharing and praying for you and I and those around the world. Now, let's get back with more great gospel music. 
Come on and move. Come on, come on and move. Huh? We are right at 17 minutes after the hour of 12 noon. Again, want to thank you so much for catching the wave. I'm your host, the Another One. Always my pleasure. Got more coming your way and coming up right here at the bottom of the hour of 1230. 
p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 30 minutes power prayer where you can call in for your prayer requests and also listen in as the men and women of God come forth praying for those of you as well as those that are sick, those that are going through, and for this nation. All right, let's get back with more music. I'm your host, the Anointed One. Always my pleasure. Again, our website, nl5radio.com.
Hello. Hello, Tommy. Yes? This is one of your fans. I heard that you were in a bad accident. Well, it's true. Tommy, out of all of the things that you've gone through, is there anything that you would like to tell somebody today? Yes, I would like to share this with you. The Lord have been good to me. He spared my life. And I'm going to keep on working. I'm going to keep on trusting. And I'm going to keep my hands in God's hands.
Uh, many of us have had a close call in some way or another, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the late, great Mr. Tommy Ellison and the Singing Stars. And uh, certainly his music is continually being played around the world each and every day. And I had a chance to meet Tommy Ellison. Tommy was a smooth brother, you know. Tommy had his own style that stood out from a lot of the other quartet artists. And, and uh, many of them know had the uh, nickname they called Tommy Ellison, but uh, he was definitely one of those brothers that when he got up on stage, he knew how to draw the crowd and and definitely reach those around the world. All right, well, look, we are right about um, 27 minutes after the hour, 12 noon, and coming up right here will be 30 minutes power prayer, and you can call in at 347-215-8049. Now, look, those of you... If uh, you're listening by the website, uh, send us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a comment on our website. You'll see down below where you can make a comment. So send us a comment to let us know that you're locking in and enjoying it. And if you're listening uh, on Facebook, uh, send us a comment on our Facebook page. We need to hear from you. We are working towards uh, doing some other things right here to um enhance and uh, take it to another level this year of 2022. So please do so as the engineers are constantly uh, looking and working to try to improve this network. We certainly thank you. Coming up right here, 30 minutes power prayer right after the station ID. We'll be right back right after this. For the very best in gospel music, old and new, quartet, and contemporary Christian music, join us Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on the NFI Radio Gospel Network, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Catch the Wave. I found healing. North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. You're catching the wave in HD2 sound with tight acoustic in a HD2. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Catch the wave. Catch the wave on the NFI. 
Welcome to the Power of Prayer Request Hotline, heard every day at 12.30 p.m. Call in for your prayer request with pastors standing by to pray with you at 347-215-8049 from 12.30 p.m. to 1 p.m. Call now, 347-215-8049. Now, let's go live. Prayer, according to Dr. Tony Evans, is earth giving heaven permission to interfere in her affairs. I, I didn't get that right away. Prayer is earth giving heaven permission to interfere. I had to chew on that a minute. Because I never thought of heaven, God, needing permission. But, but when I gave it another look, God gave us dominion to rule over the earth. And since we have dominion to rule over the earth, God has given us freedom that we can let him come in and help us rule or we can shut him out. But if we need his help, we got to ask him for it. God knows what your situation is. God knows what you're going through. God knows what you're up against, but God will not get involved in it until you ask him. God will come to the rescue. He's at the edge of his seat, getting ready to jump in your situation, but he will stay hands off until you ask him. Uh, those disciples who were on that ship and a storm blew up. Uh, Jesus knew they were in trouble because he was on the boat with them. The Bible says he was so confident of who he was that in the storm he's asleep on a pillow. It was not until they recognized that they couldn't handle it that Jesus got up. It was not until somebody said, Master, don't you care that we are about to perish? That's a cry for help. And when they cried out, Jesus got on the, on, the, on the bow of that ship and said, Peace, be still. The storm would still be raging if it didn't cry out. You remember another, another occasion they were, on the, they were on the Sea of Galilee. And uh, Jesus was in the hills, in the mountains praying. And a storm blew up and uh, it's about 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, they don't see him, but he sees them. And the Bible says he comes walking on the water. And the Gospel of Mark says, and he would have passed them by. But somebody cried out. And today the Lord Jesus is getting ready to help with your situation, but he will pass right by your pew. If you're too proud 
to cry out. When you need the Lord badly enough, when your situation gets desperate enough, you don't care who's looking at you. You don't care who's sitting next to you. You don't bother about who's talking about you or who sees you crying. Father, that's stretch. I wish I had a witness here. Now, now, now you can sit here and act like you don't know him if you want to. But your situation ain't got desperate yet. You haven't gotten down to your last dime yet. You haven't been sick enough yet. You haven't cried in the midnight enough yet. But when you get where you can't handle it, he will help you. But you have to ask. And it's simply staggering that God would ordain. Now get this. That God, the sovereign ruler of the universe, would ordain that prayers cause things. They do. Prayer. Prayers cause things. To happen that would not happen if you didn't pray. Listen to this. When James 4.2 says... You do not have because you do not ask. That does not mean you would have anyway, even if you didn't ask, because i got a plan. <laughs> the verse doesn't mean the opposite of what it says. It says you have not because you ask not. That means... Prayer causes things to happen that wouldn't happen if you didn't pray. This is why this is a staggeringly glorious privilege to be taken by the sovereign God of the universe who runs all things according to his infinite wisdom and folded in to his causality. This is breathtaking. If you do not avail yourself of the privilege of bringing to pass events in the universe that would not take place if you didn't pray, you are acting like a colossal fool. Aren't you? I'm just thinking logically here. If you are offered the privilege of engaging with God in such a way that your request could bring into being things that would not otherwise come into being, not to avail yourself of that privilege is folly of the highest or lowest order. That's why we pray. God is beckoning us into our share in the running of the universe. Do you not know that you will judge angels? The heart of all prayer is intercession. We don't know about that. We come into prayer, we come into the heart of prayer by 
asking simple things. We don't know anything about it. We come in and finally God makes us an intercessor. And then we learn that everything is from the basis of intercession. And your prayer wouldn't have been heard in the first place except there had been an intercessor there. All prayer is accepted upon the basis of intercession. And intercession is mostly wordness. Intercession is being. It is a being between God and man. Jesus, the intercessor. But the reason I preach with power is because I know he was born of a virgin. That's, that's historical evidence. That's, that's biblical evidence to prove that he was born in Bethlehem, reared in Nazareth, baptized in the Jordan, performed miracles in a desert place, healed the sick, raised the dead, gave sight to the blind, made the lame walk, cured a woman with an issue of blood, died one Friday, got up early one Sunday morning, seated at the right hand of God with power, coming back again in his glory. I believe that, so I preach it with power. When you get in trouble, you better know how to call Jesus. When your back is up against the wall, come on, talk back to me here. When the lawyer said, I can't take your case, when the doctor said, I've done all I can do, you better know how to call on the name Jesus. When your children break your heart and you've done all you can to teach them what's right, you better know how to call on the name of Jesus. When you get old and can't hardly see no more, and somebody got to bring you everywhere you want to go, you better learn how to say, Jesus! That's power! In the gospel. Just look at somebody and tell him he hears and he answers prayers. The God that hears and answers our prayers. It is always exciting to see God solve what was thought to be an unsolvable problem. When people have given it the best that they could, and for all of their effort, all of their knowledge, all of their energy, nothing seems to change. Have you ever been there where you, you devoted a whole lot Nothing changed. Y'all ain't never been there. Everything just happens for you. But when you have devoted who you are and what you have, all of your, your, your mental energies, your physical energies, you're racking your brain and you're going here and you're going there and you're looking for an answer and for all of your trying, there seems to be no answer. It is always exciting to see God come in because when God comes in, he has this, this, this way of turning things that look so impossible around so quickly, you wonder, was it ever that bad in the first place? You, 
you know, the psalmist said, when God turned the captivity of Zion, it was like them that dreamed the dream. So sometimes God got a way of turning things around, and he does it so perfectly until it's almost like it's hard to believe. Just, just a miracle out of nowhere, but that's the kind of God that we serve. You've got to know, amen, that he can turn anything around and turn it in your, not only can he turn anything around, but the Bible said that the heart of the king is in the hand of God, and God can turn the king's heart whatever way he so desires. you got to know that not only can God change things, but God can change people. Certainly one of the greatest privileges we have as Christians is the privilege of prayer. Whether or not we take advantage of this privilege is up to us, but certainly God has presented it to us. Back in the Old Testament days, once a year, the high priest alone could go into the Holy of Holies. But in New Testament days, every believer is a priest, and we may not only go into the Holy of Holies, we may live in the Holy of Holies. And uh, prayer is an important part of our lives. In fact, I think we can say without fear of argument that you and I are what our prayers are. Our Christian life cannot be divorced from our prayer life. If our prayer life is weak, our Christian life is weak. If our prayer life is unintelligent, our Christian life is unintelligent. You can't divorce praying from living. Jesus said men ought always to pray and not to faint. But nothing more powerful than prayer. And prayer is not a desirable extra in the Christian life. It's commanded by God to be essential in everything we do. God says, here's my command. I want you to talk to me about everything. How good is your prayer do we understand we're going to talk to God, the architect, the most powerful creator of everything in the universe? And he says, come and talk to me. Tell me what you want. No one has power with God who doesn't pray. And the question is, we're living in a society that has got us boundaried by all these demands of things we think we got to do. And the question is, do you pray? It is the most powerful thing in the universe. Nothing can take the place of prayer. It doesn't matter whether you've been saved 50 years, 5 years, or 5 minutes. God says, come to my throne room and talk to me. Jesus prayed. He lived a life of prayer. He didn't just teach about prayer. He didn't just sing about prayer and agree with prayer and nod at prayer. But He prayed. The Savior, the Son of God, God in the flesh, prayed. 
If Jesus had to pray, how much more do you and I need to pray? One of the most amazing things in all the scriptures is how much time Jesus took out for prayer. He only had three years of public ministry, yet Jesus was never in so big a rush. But what he had time to spend hours in prayer. He prayed before every difficult task confronting him. He prayed with regularity. Not a day began or closed on which he did not unfold his soul before his Father. The Scripture says, pray without ceasing. This should be the motto of every true follower of Jesus Christ. Never stop praying, no matter how dark and hopeless your case may seem. With God, nothing shall be impossible. No task is too arduous, no problem too difficult, no burden too heavy for His love. I believe sometimes Jesus would pray, I'm disappointed, I'm hurt, I'm betrayed. But the greater horror is to be separated from the Father so the trials that I'm going through will not make me separate from you. They'll actually make me be one more with you. And, and what you have to do is get that attitude that I am not going to allow the stuff that's coming in my life and hitting my family or whatever it is you're dealing with, I will not allow it to cause the horrors of separation from the Father. If anything, it's going to make me pray more than I've ever prayed before. More people have quit praying because of disappointments in prayer than anything else. I've had people say to me, Pastor, I don't pray. I asked for this and God didn't do it. And I say, well, someday you may look back and be thankful God didn't do it. Prayer is not getting man's will done in heaven. Prayer is getting God's will done on earth. Prayer is powerful. Jesus prayed and so must you. You're going to be used by God if you pray. You're going to be anointed if you pray. You're going to have wisdom if you pray. You're going to have the favor of God on your life if you pray. You're going to have doors that open. You're going to have all that you need financially if you pray. Everything that you need in this life, God will supply but you get on your knees and you learn how to pray and you can pray anything in heaven down to earth. You and I are what our prayers are. Our Christian life cannot be divorced from our prayer life. If our prayer life is weak, our Christian life is weak. The devil will see to it and the flesh will see to it that you and I don't feel like praying solving of every problem, the meeting of every need, the fighting of every battle, the accomplishment of every purpose is all wrapped up in praying. So when I wake up in the morning, I have a choice to make today. Do I want God to be in my life today? The question is, do I want His assistance? When I don't pray, what I'm saying in effect is, I don't need you. I'm not praying about my finances because I don't need you in my finances. I'm not praying about my marriage because I don't need you in my marriage. I'm not praying about direction because I can find my own direction. And so prayer is, says this beautiful, beautiful thing that God absolutely loves. I need you. I need you, Lord, in my life. And prayer says I choose you as my shepherd. 
I choose to allow you into my life. I need you in my life today. And he leads those who will follow. And so we have to understand that prayer means I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you into my marriage. I'm inviting you into my finances. I'm inviting you into my decision-making. I'm inviting you into my home. And God says, 100% of the time, I'll come. I'm just waiting for the invitation. It is impossible to know a person you don't talk to. And prayer is not a monologue, it's a dialogue. How how are you going to know God if you don't talk to Him? And obviously we know God through His Word. He is His Word. That's obvious. But the voice of God every day is circumstantial. He wants to talk to us about where we are right now. And so I pray to know God. He wants time with you. See, for, for a lot of my Christian life, early Christian life, I just didn't feel like God really loved me. I, I felt like he was mad at me all the time because I was always doing dumb stuff, you know. And aren't you glad that God's throne is a throne of grace? That we can go boldly to the throne of grace in the midst of our problems and difficulties and jump in Daddy's lap and talk to Daddy and that we don't have to deserve to talk to Daddy because Daddy just loves us because we're His. You don't have to deserve the presence of God. Jesus died so that you could get into the presence of God and not be perfect. Our perfection is in the blood of Jesus, not our good deeds. And so every day, I need Him. When I need Him the most, I deserve Him the least. I don't have to get my act together so I can get into the presence of God. I can't get my act together till I get into the presence of God. And the blood of Jesus bought my way into the presence of God in the midst of all my difficulties. It's not about deserving. We don't deserve anything. But we get everything because God loves us so much. He wants to talk to you. Our relationship with God is not who can run the fastest. Our relationship with God is about a daily walking with Him. It's daily praying. It's daily reading the Word. It's daily seeking Him. This is the key. It's a, it's a, it's an, it's a, a consistency of walking with God, talking with God. The beautiful thing about prayer is when we pray and commune with God, we don't have to climb the heights to get to heaven. God comes down to where we live. The beautiful thing about prayer is God doesn't expect you to ascend up, but if you will pray, He will come to where you are. The moment that we make that decision and we begin to talk to Him in prayer, God says, I will find you. I don't care where you are. If you will pray and talk to me, I will find you. It doesn't matter where you are. You pray and He'll come to where you are. And I'll talk with you. And I'll commune with you. I'll ease your burden. I'll lift your worries. I'll unlock you and unshackle you from fear and torment. If you'll just come meet with me in prayer, I'll fill you with confidence and courage. You won't be afraid. You, You won't listen to the voice of the serpent in the garden more than my voice. If you will pray and talk to me, I'll come where you are and I'll make that place a refreshing in your life. Oh, what needless 
cares we carry, all because we do not pray, all because we do not seek God's face, because we worry and we don't pray. When you're lonely, pray. When you're desperate, pray. When you've been disappointed, pray. When you're hurting, when you're bitter, when you don't understand, pray. Let your prayers match your problems. My number one priority is connecting with God. That's my number one priority. All of that other stuff will be all right if I connect with God. My, my, my. I don't know about you, but to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for that awesome, awesome word of prayer on today. And as they come forward and you heard all these awesome preachers coming forth, uh, just sharing about prayer and letting us know that when we pray that things that we desire we need, we can go to the Father through Jesus Christ and uh, he will answer us. I pray that you receive that on today and there may be someone today that had not accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And if you desire right now where you are and whatever you're doing, I want you to listen to me. It does not matter what you did yesterday. It does not matter what you did earlier today. If you said some things to someone and, and um, you don't feel good in your soul about it and Maybe uh, you have a problem of using profanity, and maybe you have a problem of dealing with pornography, uh, and you may have a problem of drinking and doing drugs. But you still can come to Christ right where you are. That's the kind of God we serve. God gave his son for all of us that we all may have a right to eternal life. But what you need to do, if you desire that in your heart, then you're going to have to go to him in repentance. You're going to have to repent to God and, and ask God to forgive you. And in order for you to do that, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So if that's you today uh, and you want to come to Christ today, I want you to say with me, it's called the sinner's prayer. I want you to repeat this after me right where you are right now. I want you to repeat this after me right now. Lord, I come before you as a sinner. And I confess today with my mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. Lord, take me back into your arms. I'm willing to change my life. Lord, I thank you this day for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. It's just that simple. Yes. is to open your mouth and confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead the word says thou shall be changed so right now 
God is moving in the midst of you. You may not see him because he is a spirit. And what God is doing right now in your presence, he's changing some things. He's pushing some things out that were holding you back, that the enemy didn't want you to come to God in repentance. He's been holding you for months and weeks and some years that you would not step forward because he wanted to hold you in bondage. But the word of God says that he whom the Son set free is free indeed. So today you are a new creature in Christ. Old things has passed away now. Behold, all things become new. Don't look back at your past, but move forward into your present. Maybe you're not going to church and and you desire to begin to go to church. Well, if you know someone that you truly know that is, is living and, and going to church on a regular basis and it seems they are really getting the word of God, then reach out to them. And if not, uh, go to church. Go to a church, a local church, and see do you like what the, what the pastor is sharing to you. And then uh, as you go, get in a Bible study. Go to Bible study and, and get in online and, and listen as they uh, deal and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what you need to do. And as you do that, you will grow. And guess what? God will just drop blessings and blessings on your life in the midst of the situation and circumstances that's going on around the world. God bless you. Thank you. Here's a song that I want to play for those of you that just come in to the gospel and the word of God and has given your life to Jesus Christ. This is for you. God bless you. I remember when, I remember, I remember when he saved my life. Everything before that was just a blur. I was wild, living real vile. I just want right. I remember when, I remember, I remember when he changed my name. From sick to heal, from broke to blessed. Now I can testify that I'll never be the same. My God is amazing. Simply amazing. He is amazing. That's why.
Like a window, I need you. made of pain. 
Dr. G.K. Craig used to say when I was a young man, if you hold out and hang in there, I got a feeling in the midst of everything you're going through that everything happens on the way.
Father, have patience. Wait on the Lord. Just grab your neighbor by the hand and tell him, wait on the Lord. Tell him, tell him, wait on the Lord. Tell him, wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This song simply says this. Sometimes in life you'll find that you get in a hurry. But when you have assurance, no need to worry. You can wait, wait, wait on the Lord and you'll see. Always keep His word, but you must just trust in Him. Don't be dismayed. Oh, can cause patience in time of trouble. Yeah. Trust and believe in oh. and get the breathing God from
talking about that number. It's Friday night, y'all. Oh. It's Friday night. 
just got home from work. Yeah. I'm gonna leave my chair behind me. You see, I'm on my way to church. Yeah. The week has been long, and the work has been so hard. Being a man inside of me, he's turned me from the start. Oh, here I sit in the field. Here I'm the faithful field. I feel God's presence. Feel it all in the room. Oh, when the fire starts singing. And the preachers start preaching. And the Holy Ghost starts moving for the faith. I can't help myself, daughter. I clap my hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta clap my feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, LaShawn Pace
It wasn't a shame. I'd hit that for another couple of seconds. One, two, three, pop! Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got horns over there in the corner, y'all. We got horns over there in the corner. And I want to hear the horns blow. Anybody want to hear? What a time we've had thus far. Pray that you're enjoying as well. Look, got more coming your way right here from the NFI studios here in Raleigh. North Carolina, your number one quartet and contemporary Christian station in the world. We are right at the bottom of the hour of 1.30 p. 
p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to thank all of you again so much for catching the way. Feel free to give us a call right here, 347-215-8049. That's the sounds of the late, great, and certainly missing Bishop. You know the voice, right? <laughs> Bishop Ranch Alling. And uh, we're going to continue to play more of his gospel music right here on this network. Had a chance to meet Ranch uh, several times. And uh, those of you, if you didn't get a chance to see Bishop Ranch, uh, uh, well, you missed him. You missed him. And I tell you, uh, definitely, definitely a songster writer uh, as well as a musician. Uh, I remember when Ranch uh, put his first first cassette out back during the day. It was a cassette. It wasn't a CD. It was cassette. And I purchased his first uh, first cassette. And, uh, certainly, uh, he's been moving forward. Uh, when he first started, and and you've seen what God did with him before he left us. So we thank God for Bishop Ranch Alley, and he reached so many, many of you that tune in each and every day. We're going to get back with more music here from the NFI Studios. Coming up at 2 p.m. today is three hours of contemporary Christian music uh, with uh, Sister Cece Wingate. You can lock in with her and catch her. If those of you love contemporary Christian music, the old, the new, all just for you. And we are so grateful to tune in and bring you the very best in gospel music around the world right here from the NL5 Studios, Raleigh, North Carolina. Control. I will 
Never knew how to 
so fresh, so clean Because of that man He bled and died and gave me life again I mean, life began Because I was sinking Down to the pit That's where I was headed My ultimate happiness and evidence and sacrifice Thank you, thank you, thank you for tremendously saving my life You saved my life, yep, 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 you saved my life And you made me I'm brand new, I'm brand new, I'm brand new I do not do what I used to I'm brand new, I'm brand new, I'm brand new I do not look like I used to I'm no